Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that audio, though. Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. Jimmy's name is Jimmy, as always. And uh, Satchel is in here with us as well. Sup. We also have oh. a very personal friend in here with us, someone who I have eaten nachos with, and I also have beaten him many times at Dive oh. Kick before. Oh, and it is uh, Matt Visual. Shots how are you, how are we, you doing, Matt we will Visual? Have words. We will, are going to have words after this. <laughs> I, I, I'm just uh, reporting on the facts, though, you know? Like um, <laughs> like, like a journalistic uh, reporter would do. I'm, I'm going wow. to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move gonna on, George. He's going to eat we'll it. Be the bigger the man. Yes. Me eating with okay. cheese. Okay, um, but we'll see how big of a man you are next time we play dive kick. Anyways, oh, oh, anyways, oh, no love. How how Dang. has how has everyone's weeks been doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those podcasts. Yeah, clearly. No, it's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Okay, it's gonna be great. Uh, my week's my week has been going all right. Just been going through the motions as usual. I just finished a sandwich about 30 seconds ago, um, so I'm feeling Amazing. maybe 100 times better than I was before I finished that sandwich. What type of sandwich was it? Sounds like a good it week. Was a, uh, it, was a, it was a chicken sandwich. It was like a low-tier, like, bottom-of-the-bale chicken sandwich from Jack in the Box. Okay. Oh, you Jack what, in the Box. What, you guys have wrong? Jack in the Boxes. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm not going to go into any more detail on the sandwich. That's like... Mayonnaise? I mean, was there ranch? Lettuce. There was not ranch. Honey uh, mustard. I, that's all I can say. Any, any hot sauce? I really like hot sauce. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. You gotta hot get sauce. honey mustard on a sandwich, man. You have honey to. Mustard, yeah, honey things mustard as well. That, that yes. is a close second to ranch. I didn't even know that was an option for Jack in the Box. I might have to try that. I, I, I don't, I don't I know. Don't honey mustard. In the box. I, I can't have honey mustard with bread. It just kind of like uh, tilts oh. me the wrong way, you know. Mm. 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 I never thought of it like that. I don't think I've ever How had honey mustard on a breaded bed? thing. How about potato bed? Potato, potato bread. <laughs> potato bed sounds comfy. You know, kind of like Matt knows all about potato beds. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is supposed to imply. Matt knows what he's supposed to after George beats him in dive <laughs> Oh man. Well, okay. In actual games stuff, I've been playing Lethal League and I've been playing oh, Dust Force. Oh yeah, Lethal League. Oh yeah, Lethal Dust League. Force. Those two oh, games. Yeah. Those two games so have, have style. Yeah, man. I Sunday I got home from house sitting. By the way, I house sitted for for my in-laws who apparently have the house from PT. So that sucked. Is it house sitted um, or house sat? House house, house sat. sat. House, house sat. Okay, a house. How sat am I? <laughs> that, Get out. that you made this horrible mistake. <laughs> you can't nearly be as sad as I am that you said that. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I spent four nights of uh, dark hallways with many doors on the sides of them, and so that sucked. Um, but when I got home, I streamed Dust Force for eight hours, and that didn't suck. And yeah, I had a grand old time. I made a level. Dust Force's level creator is awesome. It's like one of the most in-depth ones that I've ever used. It's like Warcraft 3 levels of like in-depth. Uh, so uh, every time I play Dust Void, it makes me feel like it's like I have to do well. <laughs> I have to do well because it looks so the art style is so cool. So it's yeah, just like, yeah, it is. You know, you, you watch these videos online of everyone just like doing it so perfectly. Like, I want to mm. be like you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The, the community is pretty small, but like the guys who are good at the game and play it all the time, they'll like go into anybody's stream who's streaming it. And there's always, like, five of, like, the top leaderboard guys just, like, chilling, just, like, hanging out. 
Like, I had uh, the guy, Luffy, he's like, literally has the top spot on every stage in the game on the time section and not the score one. And he was just like in my chat, just like, hey man, how's it going? I'm like, oh, hi, best player of this game that exists. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty, pretty neat. How about you guys? I um, have started playing King of Fighters 13 because it was oh. on sale on the right. Humble Bundle for Steam. And nice. I'm uh, trying to get into it. I, I don't I can't tell if I'm just bad at, at any fighting games that aren't dive kick or not. But um, mm -hmm. <laughs> there aren't two buttons you mean. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I, you might want to make the jump to Lethal League. There's three buttons in that one. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Can I just can I just say a few things, okay? <laughs> Go for Without it. having you guys all up on my nuts. Um <laughs> It's been a while, granted, because I, I kind of had to delay for Dragon Con, like, like the mm -hmm. past um, four days. I haven't been able to play video games at all. Well, I started chipping away at Bioshock again when I got home from Dragon Con, but before Dragon Con, I was trying to get into King of Fighters 13, and I could not uh, beat the arcade mode. Well, I don't think there's any shame in that. I mean, like, the classic fighting game like mantra is, these are multiplayer games, let's make our single-player computers bullshit. I, that's like, that's like just it in a nutshell. I, Any difficulty level. I don't know if it applies level. to Street Fighter too hard, except for the last guy. The last guy is always like obnoxiously OP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Seth is, is fucking ridiculous. He yeah. grabbed he one time he grabbed me as I was ultraing as Yun, which is like a four hit ultra. He just like oh oh in between these two hits, I'm just gonna grapple you, and I was like oh cool, thanks man. Yeah, he's just gonna that's, press the one grapple button he has, where you have yeah. like a million different buttons, too many. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah I've, so. I've never had a, that much of a problem with the fighting games arcade mode most of the times up until like the final boss and and with this one I can't even get to the final boss. They have an interesting oh, wow. system though where after you continue you can turn on a bonus Where mm -hmm. uh, you like go into the next fight with full meter or um, oh, wow. something like that, but uh, I have not uh, wanted to Let's say denigrate myself to that level. <laughs> I have not turned on one of those continue bonuses yet, so so maybe I'm not doing it right, or maybe it's just uh, too much to me, or maybe I just need to get good. But <laughs> but something's keeping me from the end of the arcade mode in King of Fighter, and it makes me all um all self conscious. Also, I don't like the online mode. There's there's lag to it. They don't use gupa. Because uh, I got I got used to that sweet dive kick multiplayer mode where you don't even notice the lag. Yeah. Same with uh, same with Lethal League, which is like a frame reaction game at the at like the later like speeds after and you get good. Yeah, I mean not not after you get good, just if you get one good round going where it's like the ball is at like thousands in its miles per hour. <laughs> it's like yeah, I worded that weird, but yeah, it's miles like miles per hour. If you are, we need to get eighty one <laughs> in our miles per hour. Wait. wait. Oh, miles wait, per hour. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No way. Miles, miles, miles per, per hour, hour is miles per hour? Yeah, you didn't miles know that. Miles per Oh my god. Holy wow. crap. <laughs> no way. Dude. Oh yeah, dude. my god. My mind is blown. You're hate, too slow. I hate <laughs> Sonic so much. much more now. <laughs> wait, you didn't know that either? No. What? Oh yeah, I knew. Miles Prower. I just thought it was a stupid, stupid name. name. I, I didn't think it was the name of some developer I on mean, the you're team not or wrong. something. 
<laughs> it is a stupid name, but it's also... I mean, I didn't a... think it was a stupid name with a meaning. I thought it was just a stupid name. <laughs> okay, That's well... That's interesting. Point being, GGPO is really good. <laughs> wow, that is... <laughs> That's 88 miles away from the point we started. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So what about Matt and Satchel? What have you guys been doing? Well, Matt, you go uh, first. All right. Well, I, I've been getting into uh, um, Street Fighter as well. I've also oh, yeah. played Arch Age Beta. I, I'm pretty sure none of you guys play MMOs, right? Right. Uh, no, no, I've, I've heard of Arch Age. Arch Age. I've heard of <laughs> yeah, uh, Arch Age. Um, I also played Hello Kitty Online. Slide right past that. <laughs> Just slip that in there. Just slide so that how right in there. All right. How's how's the latest Hello Kitty Online patch? <laughs> oh, it's it's um great. It is no the the game. It's basically a bunch of mini games and uh, yeah, yeah, it's tell yeah, those I did are. it for research, not for, for my research. Own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I also mm -hmm. tried a little yeah. bit of uh, Lich Dom. Battle Mage. <laughs> that sounds promising. Oh, you. Oh, you guys never heard of it. Well, Lich no, Dumb Battle Mage. The, In the third age <laughs> of the third age. Great. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry. I, I guess the the YouTube comment way of saying what this game is, if you would watch a trailer, would be Skyrim. Um, with, with better guns. mage mechanics, <laughs> with basically. <guns. laughs> Skyrim with magic. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's that's not Far Cry 3. <laughs> Skyrim without, okay. like, swords and stuff, basically. And you're, you're, you're a mage, you have, like, no mana or anything, and they basically try to make a mage awesome. And you can, like, slide, you, you could, like, dodge around, and, like, uh, it has a lot to do with positioning and mm. doing different you could actually customize your own spells so you could do a missile you could do like a lob that explodes into other little grenades you can do an area of effect that leaves a lake of fire or you know oh, wow. does a rain thing like it, it's crazy the way you can um constantly like you, you get a con constantly get like little scraps of spells mm. that you could fuse together you can upgrade them and then you could make your own spells out of that and this constant so... coming the, the machinima crafting. the machinima box art quote is uh like far cry 3 with magic yeah there it is there hey, goes wait. one <laughs> wait. That's there, is that seriously the quote that's great it's only a few f words away i don't know if you know but the um there was a box quote on far cry 3 by it was just uh, credited oh. to machinima says oh, okay. it's like skyrim with guns no, yeah, that's what I was. I referenced that earlier. Right, I right, thought right. you were serious no, that no, the box no, quote no. for it was I, like Parker with magic, and I was gonna like good at humor. explode. Um, so okay. okay, that that system actually sounds a lot like Transistor, where you're mixing and matching spells for new unique spells. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, it's no, it's 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 a little bit more in depth, I think, because it you're constantly crafting to make better stuff. Like it's it, you can actually put three together to make a better one and then use that to um, make craft a spell and put another like little piece to it as well like it's a constant a constant mush uh wood chipper like you're just constantly putting wood <laughs> over and over again to try to get better spells like it's just sucking up Great. every piece of wood like <laughs> skyrim with wood chippers yeah yes <laughs> it's crazy i play that it, it's I feel like it's, it's, I've been having fun with it. I mean, I've only played three hours of it and I'm at the boss right now. It's actually really hard. 
because it, you're a maid, so you're a little bit squishy. And uh, the, the way the health works is you have three, um, three health bars or three shields, as they call it in the game. And mm-hmm. as soon as you, each shield has a is a health. And if you don't break one shield, it will regenerate. But ah. if you break all the shields, um, you die, and then you lose your uh, rare, like uh, a magic fine buff. So yeah. that is your yeah. that is your penalty for dying. If you don't die at all, every time you go to a save point, your your magic find keeps going up. So you get rare and rare items, which is extremely helpful because, like, I mean, you constantly craft in the game. You're constantly stopping and seeing what new stuff you can try and do as much mm-hmm. damage as possible. And, it, of course, there's different spells like lightning and, and uh, just, uh, not gravity. What is it called? Um, lightning, ice, you know, all the regular ones. Mm-hmm. Earth, and wind, and fire. Like Earth, wind, and fire. Ah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Do it's, you it's, remember? It's good. Hey, Matt. <laughs> what about you, Sash? Yeah, how's, how's your week? Um, my week was pretty good. Uh, as far as games go, I have been getting into... Well, I already got back into Street Fighter. Um, it's been... It's been an on and off... Uh, an on and off waltz of sorts with it. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess my recent motivation has been to properly retrain myself on stick. Um, ah. Oh yeah. For the longest time, you know, it's, I don't know. I've, I've, I've always used the pad. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my muscle memories on the pad. And I always had a very hard time justifying the switch over to the stick though. I have bought one and like entertained it for a while. Um, in my mind, I couldn't, Always, I, I could never like reconcile. Okay, if I'm gonna execute like a special move and I'm gonna do a quarter circle forward, for example, uh, it's physiologically more efficient for me to tilt my thumb than to move my entire wrist. Like in my head, like the twitch match is more realistically a twitch match, and I can execute things faster if I have a pad than I have a stick, right? And the stick mm. seems like very those sticks are great, obviously. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But the, the, I guess the motivation for me to adopt the stick is that I am so trained in with regards to muscle memory for Street Fighter that there are a lot of like mistakes and like amateur sophomoric things that I do that it's really hard for me to unlearn. And it's been like, it's been my demise online and in competition. So like having the stick actually puts me at like square one. Mm. And I kind of just have to like humbly face my horrible win-lose ratio um but with the benefit obviously being that i can learn the proper way uh to play uh oof, while, oof, while i'm doing it don't say that too loud don't say that. <laughs> you, you know how people get angry it's like no you know you right. won evo with with a playstation one controller <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> well no not the proper when i say the proper way to play i, I don't mean uh stick versus pad but more oh. like um, not jump kicking <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, right, like that. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, though, uh, that 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 that's been getting a little bit of play. I think the bulk of my play has been uh, playing uh, Zelda Skyward Sword. I had about a seven-hour stream uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, it Damn. was great. I streamed with uh, Mr. Lee, Mr. Forrest Lee, the first, uh, the mm-hmm. Gunpei Yokoi dude, and yeah. uh, it was wonderful. I've, I've been enjoying my play so far. It's been great. Yeah, I was actually, I've, I've been a little inspired by your playthrough of that because like, 
I had the same thought I was like of for that and for Twilight Princess of like everybody has such strong opinions about these games. I should like form my own like right and then you started playing i was like ah satchel's got the right idea like play the game just like actually figure it out yourself and so i don't know i've been i've been meaning to pick up twilight princess ever since you started streaming skyward sword Mm. you know though speaking of of back one notch to the sticks and whatnot i think that's one of the reasons why i'm having such a hard time with king of fighters is that uh that game is super duper finicky about its quarter circle moves Mm -hmm. i i have uh literally just spent like an hour or two in practice mode trying to um master some of the more complicated ones that require multiple quarter circles and like there will be stretches well i'll get it right every time and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden other stretches where i just cannot no matter how hard i try and i actually almost want to buy a a fighter stick just for this game because (laughs) you um, can have the clarity of that long like so so long... I can know the difference between left and right versus like diagonals. Right. Like it, I, I, I'm not feeling it as well on the pad because um, there isn't that little hard plastic notch in there where you can actually right. notice the difference that right. you have with a stick that you don't have with like purely smooth um, analog pad. Well, what you want Definitely. is the octagon gate on the stick so you can actually feel the corners yeah 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 that's that's what that's called i just said plastic notch but octagon gate i know i know exactly what you're talking about i can picture it because it's like it's an octagon yeah yeah they have different ones you have circle and square and all that and you won't be able to feel the notches like the octagon gate is you can actually feel the notch. i've been looking up so much about joysticks because i've been actually getting into fighting games recently and i've been wanting to get a stick and i've been practicing on my xbox controller same as you uh the same one as you uh george it's awful I just, it's awful i i, I it's can't like, do it yeah it's a little bit weird it's like it feels oh, I too feel free it. yeah it yeah. feels well, very actually, very free I think Skullgirls has quarter circle detection programmed into it. Well, they'll like look at your previous stick movements, compare them to your currents and try to predict if you're pulling off that special move or whatnot without you actually having to uh, make the same mistakes that you would otherwise, which which I wish more games had. Interesting. So sort of like an auto aim for like fighting games? Like it detects the angle that you start your quarter quarter circle from the angle that you finish it and it's like okay that's their orientation on the on the control stick yeah and like yeah. that's it's pretty cool and then they also have cool. gg po yeah. gg po <laughs> gg po why don't why why don't why don't i don't understand it why don't it's really it's really good <sighs> G- anyways <clears throat> anyway you know uh what else happened this week oh wait satchel did you get to finish talking about skyward sword Oh, yeah, I'm done. We can oh, move on. Well, uh, Matt and I went to Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. And and Wonderful. didn't you play in an MVC3 tournament over there? Oh, no, no, I didn't play. I was oh, watching. you just watched. Because I remember I you watched. came out and your eyes were wide and he was like, his fighting stick didn't have a stick. Yeah. <laughs> like he actually had buttons on one side of it. So basically what happened, I, I went in there and I, I saw... I saw they they were playing I think Super Street Fighter um and the one I was watching from when when I came out was uh uh Marvel versus Capcom 3 and right. basically of 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 course there there was a there was an Asian guy there and he had the stick <laughs> of course what's that um, supposed to mean yeah what do you mean of course spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert 
<laughs> he, he won. Um, he had oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> completely bypassed. <laughs> he, he had this. He had a stick. So imagine a regular stick. Um, but it, it doesn't have a stick. It has buttons on it. All of it is just buttons. So it's a slab, a slab, it's a which is slab. buttons all over the place. And he's just, you see him just pressing it all like he's typing on a computer. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's just doing all these moves. He just, what, is, he just, what is he doing? He's winning. That's he the destroys end. everyone. <laughs> Except for this other, uh, this white dude that had, that also had a stick. Um, I have Wait, to say did that he have he, a slab or a stick? He, he had a stick. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the stick. Uh, no, slab no, stick. maybe maybe yeah. you need slab a slab stick to win. Yeah. Slab stick. <laughs> Get out. But yeah, um, it, basically everyone on the pad got kind of framed. Except uh, one guy was pretty good with the pad, but mostly mm-hmm. the stick guys seem to be like on top all the time, which is, you know, I guess that's uh, something pretty much to save like for that. what you would expect. Yeah. What? Yeah. What you expect? Yeah. There's a. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering how how hard must it be to uh, input those quarter circle moves on buttons versus sticks? Because like I tried playing King of Fighters for a little while with a keyboard, and and it didn't it didn't work at all. It was it, it, significantly I think it's a learning more process. Worse. Really, I don't th- I don't I, think it really matters if you have a stick or a pad. Because I mean, you see top players use pad all the time and they execute mu- yeah. uh, moves. Yeah, you definitely see players at Evo. Yeah, mm-hmm. like plenty of them. Uh, I think what Snake Eyes uses a pad, and he's like one of mm-hmm. the top guys. Yeah, he got top eight at uh, Evo. Yeah, so for Ultra, and I think he uses a fight sti- a fight pad though. Like you know, it has three six buttons in the front instead of it being in right, the back. Right, right. Um, but yeah, he uses the analog. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's all about really what you're used to, because yeah. usually, like like Satch, you have to start all over again to go back yeah. on stick, you know, and if I mean, you're just for, used for, to the pad, you know, might as well Yeah, stay. for the super experienced guys that use stick, I mean, I imagine, especially a lot of them are, like, in their late 20s, right? Like, I mean, not all of them, but, like, I think about, like, the East Coast scene for, like, FGC, like, those guys in New York, like, they were going to the freaking, they were going to the arcades in Chinatown and things like that when they were kids. That's probably how they, like, started out, so they're probably just used to stick. It, it makes a lot of sense for them. I kind of want to be get a stick and learn it because of that nostalgia feeling of back in the days and going to the arcades because I kind of miss that yeah. and we don't have any well, of that in Georgia except for joystick bar. The octagon gate that kills me like that's what I need because um is there like a way I can like paste one on to my <laughs> Xbox 360 controller? <laughs> well, like, that would be really helpful. Does the 360 Pro controller have one of those? I don't know. Now I know they I have know. that like twist thing that lets you. Like for the D-pad, it's like you turn it and it like lifts and raises these uh, these partitions between up, down, left, and right for fighting games. Oh, but I don't know if they oh. added an octagon gate. It's I want an octagon gate on uh, on my analog stick. Get to it, Microsoft and Sony <laughs> and Nintendo. Basically anyone sell it as an optional <laughs> fighting game been, stick. Oh, you know what? Okay, I take that back. Nintendo used to have uh, octagon. Uh, notches on the 360 or not the 360 and the Nintendo 360 on um, the GameCube. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that actually. And the N64, they it, they had very like prominent. It is on octagon. the nunchuck as well. Not by no means am I saying that the Wii is the platform to go, but they have it <laughs> yeah, on the nunchuck. I, I, I couldn't. I didn't own a Wii, so I couldn't tell you if it was on the nunchuck. It's definitely not on the uh, on the Wii U though. Wii U oh, it's not on the gamepad. Uh, not that I know of. I think Let there's a gamepad around here. No, I can't find one. I have one okay. right here. It's Oh, they got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that sucks. I mean, not that anyone's playing fighting games on the Wii U, but... Well, fighting games... I, still, I, guess, I still like the Octagon thing controller anyway. Smash Brothers. Fighting games on the Wii U? Yeah, like, the Wii has Smash I mean, Brothers. In a month. Well, okay, like, there's a difference between Smash Brothers inputs and fighting and, like, traditional yeah, yeah, fighting game inputs. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think that uh, Smash necessarily would need an Octagon thing, though I think it would help. Um... I'm actually I'm curious as to how that's gonna feel. Yeah. On uh, well, I mean they're the they're, they're pushing those those GameCube controllers that they're making for it, so maybe those have it. I don't. I, they they should, it, right? Did the traditional GameCube ones have it? Yes, yeah, traditional GameCube does have right. Octagon on it. So then that that'll definitely be like an option for hardcores. I haven't seen what their pro GameCube controllers look like. The the like new spiffy ones that they, are gonna have like the Smash Four logo on them. And what everything. I remember, they look just like the traditional ones. Only instead of Nintendo GameCube as the logo, it's Smash Brothers on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but I don't know if they stayed true to the original form or added or took away I mean, things. I'm just glad I have three GameCube controllers already. So like, I'm like raring to go when Smash Bros yeah, comes yeah. out. <laughs> I I feel like I'm gonna break my 3DS um, when Smash <laughs> Brothers comes out because of that little analog thing that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my friend was actually saying like he has like an old 3DS before he got a uh, like a special edition one, like you know like I think he got the uh, Pikachu one or something. But he was saying like I'm considering using the old 3DS and like swapping my SD card out and like having the old 3DS as like dedicated Smash Bros. <laughs> just just so like it can't like break like or if it breaks like that's it's that that's its purpose is to be the smash bros one <laughs> speaking the of the 3ds matt oh. you uh you got a lot of street passes this weekend oh yes i did <laughs> yes yes you did it just kept the flooding whole time in. the oh, whole time you had it in your hand while random people <laughs> just kept battling octopuses or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah uh, this is this is dragon con reference right? uh, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. assuming Wow, you kept checking. Respect, man. Respect, yeah, I, rather. I, I gave up after the second day, though. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I, I wish, I wish the 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 partition, whatever, wasn't at like what is it, like ten or thirteen? It's ten. I wish it was like maybe twenty-five. Seems like yeah. reasonable, you know. I, yeah. did, did they did they design this feature with Dragon Con in mind? You gotta you gotta wonder. I don't know, man. There's a lot of cons. Like the same thing goes for yeah. like SGC and every three. I got like a. And, yeah, and, and everyone know. just wants to rack up those street passes. Yeah. And, well, dude, like, puzzle swap, a, man. I don't know. Those, those I, pictures? Yeah, yeah so cool. dude. I, unlocked I don't so many like this doing weekend. it. I don't like doing it because there's, like, the the bonus of getting those those pictures is, like, all right, you have the picture now. And you can see it in 3D. In 3D. Come on. 3D. Well, and now with the new 3DS, I can see it at all directions. I, I, I feel oh. like I wouldn't mind the 10 limit if they uh, if they didn't have it to where you can street pass the same person multiple times and it counts as multiple <laughs> spots. Because like since I go to this office every day where everybody has 3DSs, it's always like, oh, uh, here's you street pass Alex. And then it's like seven high fives in a row. It's like, okay. Well. <laughs> and then it's just like him and Gerard. And that was my entire street passes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, did anything else cool happen at Dragon Con, Matt? Um, did you meet Vulpen Props or did you see him? Um, I, Vulpen Props, they do the camo um, trucks and the, soldiers, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we saw them. They have a little uh, Marriott Hotel camouflage Jeep that they roll yeah. around too now. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. It looks hilarious. That's, that's their new addition. I think next year they should try to put together a ghillie suit. That would be, that would be <laughs> rad. Oh, gosh. Can't even imagine what that would look like. There's, oh. There was one guy running around with a ghillie suit and a sniper rifle, and no one uh, no one questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> How realistic did the sniper look? Uh, the sniper rifle had the orange tip, you know, but... Okay, but right. It could have been. I don't know. Hey, could have been a real one. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, well, um, let's talk about your, your, your outfit, um, George. Yeah, my, my outfit. Mr. My, Mr. I was, from Red Letter if, Media. If, if you guys are familiar at all with Red Letter Media, I dressed up for the first time at Trident Con as um, Mr. Plinkett, who uh, okay. who has a VCR that the two movie reviewers at Red Letter Media review. And uh, I had friends with me who dressed up as them. So we would just run around talking shit about movies. As, as uh, or, I was or you some senile old were man. walking around staying in character for a good two hours. Well, that was the first the time I ever. That was the first time I had ever had an opportunity to. Like I've never dressed up as Dragon Con before. Now was my chance to uh, reify this stupid stuff on the internet I like, and and it was liberating. I, I guess I had something pressured up, bottled inside of me that just came out that day because um, I I talked like Plinkett, I walked like Plinkett, I uh, insulted people like Plinkett for like five hours straight and didn't stop because it was just too fun. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sounds cool. Cosplay can be a little more fun than you may think. It's, it's, uh, Should be told. it's definitely a thing. Yeah, man. I, I don't, I don't know what to do next year. If I should like stick with the movie, with the internet reviewers theme, there were a couple, no, there was one person dressed up as the nostalgia critic. Mm-hmm. Um, previously me and my friend were going to be Matt and Pat from two best friends play, but, uh-huh. but he didn't want to wear a bald cap. And um, I, I don't think enough people would have would have noticed us like a good six people or so noticed us by the time the convention was over. But not a lot. I was surprised because I thought I would have thought that uh, the Dragon Con crowd would like that because Red Letter Media reviews reviews a lot of old uh, cheesy sci fi and fantasy movies, which is what they are supposedly into. Right. I uh, found a dick butt on an elevator. Sweet. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know the dick butt? I, I do. I definitely do. I'm, I I'm serious. I like. Okay. I love the dick butt. The, the dick butt. It's, it's it's little uh, crude drawing of a dick that also has a butt that also has a dick, and he's just wearing <laughs> this like incredibly frustrated facial expression. But we found a giant like life size cardboard cutout of a dick butt on an elevator one night, <laughs> and and I was with a group of like eight people or so. We picked it up. We carried it out into the lobby from from where the elevator dropped off and like two people across the hall just pointed and screamed dick butt (laughs) and we all decided to get together and bring the dick butt downstairs and chant dick butt dick butt (laughs) dick butt through the crowded hotel lobby we made two circles through the lobby and then carried it into another room where a concert was going on and threw dick butt into the mosh pit it was it was a lot of fun that sounds like a good time. It was it was a good time. I was uh, I was pretty hammered. It was hard not to have a good time. Yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of like the vibe I'm getting from the entire thing is that everybody seems like they were probably hammered. Me and and my friend Joel, who was doing my camera work for the interviews and the mm-hmm. and the cosplay B roll footage, um, mm-hmm. someone gave us a bottle of mead that they had brewed oh. themselves, like a big fourteen ounce <laughs> wine bottle oh, no. of mead. 
that was unopened, brand spanking new from mm-hmm. their pantry or wherever. And um, <laughs> we took it and went to see Rocky Horror. Fantastic. And and I screamed my lungs out. Like back in college, I had volunteered at Rocky Horror for a year, and just all the like wonderful nostalgic memories of what a fucking weirdo I was in college came flooding back to me. And it was um the same the same local group that did it back then. They were like still around. I went up and caught up with the crew afterwards, and oh my gosh, I, I it was more fun than video games. Just getting <laughs> drunk and watching Rocky Horror for the first time. My friend Joel had never seen it before, but he was between two of us who had seen it like 50 times and we were screaming our lungs out i was hoarse for the next three days i could barely talk and uh that was also when i was doing interviews too so you might be able to hear it when you watch this um steve downs uh interview you might be able to hear my voice be a lot squeakier and uh and less there than usual fantastic yeah yeah it's really something that I would love to to go to one day. I want to try out like all the cons at least once. I've done Anime Expo, yeah, totally and that was pretty alright. Um, SGC was, of course, fantastic. Was Did you awesome. guys yeah. go to PAX this weekend? Uh, no, I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to really badly. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't I haven't done a PAX, and and I don't know. It's just so much money for any yeah. any of them that are outside yes, Atlanta. From what I hear, PAX is very uh, crowded. Wait, yeah, were, you not so at, were you not at PAX last year? Me? Yeah. No. no. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> Matt was. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I have a memory of that. No, I've never been to PAX. Oh, okay. I, I've been to E3 twice, which was also pretty cool. But um, I don't know. I feel like the, the stuff like Dragon Con, Anime Expo, SGC is more my speed. Just hanging out with people and having a good time. Not being like the press Oh, new games. <laughs> you know, PAX is PAX is interesting because it's kind of it's one of those things where it's kind of in between. I mean, if you go to the show floor, the show floor is definitely not a fan-oriented place. Like the main show floor is not a fan-oriented place. You're 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 very likely to find like Blizzard booths and and like, mm-hmm. you know, commercial marketing stuff that's going down, but um, there's a lot of things around the corners and between panels and events going on around the convention center because it brings out such a great amount of people that mm-hmm. you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go. I'm definitely no expert on like, I don't know, PAX as the event or whatever because I haven't I, don't, I haven't seen all of it. But I went last year and I had a, an amazing time, an unforgettable mm. time. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I've, I've always wondered about how they manage that, because like it, the GDC, GDC is like all prim and proper and professional, and game announcements happen there, and uh, same deal with PAX. Like, you see uh, game websites go on like three-day spreads of PAX coverage, but you can also look at pictures from PAX, where everyone's like drunk as shit and wearing costumes <laughs> where they have their butts out, and, and you look at Dra- Dragon Con, everyone has their butts out. Yeah, right. even the people not wearing costumes. Especially yeah. the people not wearing costumes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, well, I mean, like, for whatever con you're going to, there's definitely going to be a cosplay aspect, regardless. Yeah. Um, not a GDC. No one, okay, no well, one dresses yeah. up for GDC. Let me, let, me, let me exclude GDC, of course, but I mean, What like, about E3, though? E3 had cosplay, yes. Really? Really? Because yeah. that's it's, supposed to be a professional, uh, was a professional event. event. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, like... So... Yeah, it, there was still cosplay, regardless. <laughs> it wasn't nearly as rampant... Rampant. Rampant? Rampant. It wasn't nearly as as widespread as something like uh, like a PAX or definitely like an anime expo or Dragon Con, but um, 
there were still people like walking around in like pretty intense costumes because there's also people who are hired to be like I'm the guy dressed as Titanfall pilot and I walk around and tell you to go to see Titanfall a, or a, a booth um what, like what? a hunk a booth hunk Maeve? booth hunk yeah booth hunk. yeah I don't know they essentially and like but there was like not just professionals doing that there was like you know randoms dressed up as Link and whatnot right so. I suggest I Magfest, know. Jimmy. If you kind of like, I want those. to go to Magfest. I just wish they wouldn't have scheduled Pack South at the same time as Magfest. I know. Oh, that's brand new. Well, now, now the uh, yeah. the uh, brand new, brand new. Well, now the uh, <laughs> I think the the dates were moved. For, oh, really? Yeah. Essentially, what they did was I. It seems I don't know. They yeah, Pack South was announced the same time as Magfest, and from what I understand, Magfest then moved their event from the beginning of January to towards the end of January, which makes me very sad. Uh, hang on. It, it makes me very sad that Pack South is going to be in Texas. Yeah, why? Like, I don't you know if that counts. Yeah, we already have SGC. Like it's yeah. Like, why not go to Georgia <sighs> or Florida? Even oh, Atlanta does not get enough love. <laughs> like it's yeah. It's just like what's going on over here? Nothing happens Ooh. over here. We have to go all the way to New York to to get anything going on. I think Maryland I think they, for Magfest, right? Um, what, trying to what's look it, at the what's, what's a right trip now. to to Dallas cost from ATL? What's that like? Um, it's not expensive if you take the Greyhound. <laughs> oh, it is. A, well, Greyhound is pretty, pretty expensive. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, dude, George, me and you are going to hop on a mm. mega bus and we can mm-hmm. go to all the conventions near New York in Boston. Well, does there I, I many actually near New York, dude, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> it, surprisingly, there isn't much. I mean, there's that uh, is understandable. There's Indicate. Wait, is it Indicate? It's called. Yeah, yeah, there's there Indicade, Indicade uh-huh. East. Um, the, I th- the main one is uh, on the West Coast. Like, all, all the main everything video games is on the West Coast. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but yeah, there's Indicade East man. and PAX East and then MAGFest. <laughs> those are the three that are, well, yeah, it's a decent amount. But those are the ones that are, like, around here. Yeah, we, we just got cosplay stuff. Oh, it's pretty much. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. Mm. I wouldn't mind. I'd have fun. I had a lot of fun. I met up with um Jim Sterling. I hung out with him for, like, half an hour. That's cool. Yeah. Is he, is he a cool guy? I, I saw... Wait, cool guy? Is he a cool oh, guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's a cool guy. <laughs> uh, I, I realize now that you, you... It sounded like I said, yeah. did you see cool guy? I, I heard see cool guy question mark. But... <laughs> did you see my did you see my favorite character, cool guy? Um, The guy with the, with the tall hoodie? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I saw a cool guy. I saw Damn. a white knight. There was a guy dressed up as a um, like knight in shining armor, except he had like euphoric written all over it. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, got him. Uh, I I had that thirty minute interview with Richard Garriott where he talked to me about space poop. Nice, <laughs> good. I uh, I talked to the voice actor of Master Chief. He, I was surprised. <laughs> he does not look like what he sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of just like whenever that happens, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I expected. I, I don't know what I expected. Well, I do know what I expected. I expected like a, a burly action hero type looking guy, but he's this like kind of kind of shrivelly orange old man who uh, who has a shrivelly. wonderful voice. Shrivelly orange old wow. man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, he, he he was he was cool though. He was cool. <laughs> that's that's intense. 
It's 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 fine though. It's fine though. I had a lot of fun. People seem to be liking the interviews so far. There may be one more coming up if I can get my shit together. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I also hung out with a fan of Super Bunny Hop who is actually super duper into Mass Effect cosplay. Damn, he, that's cool. Yeah, he had friends of his who um were doing like a legit um Rex and Garrus with all the all the plastic foam body extensions and armor and uh there was a tally there who spoiler alert had her mask off and her pupils were um whited out with like a net pattern contact lens dang it looked like it hurt but it was super cool oh there were a couple transistor cosplays oh yes oh really yeah there was one uh actually there there were two there was um someone cosplaying as red and someone also cosplaying as as the slain narrator but um believe it or not they were the only ones there and they did not know each other beforehand they just happened to uh both (laughs) like transistor enough to assemble a costume that's great Mm mm-hmm I actually, um, I hope you and Matt can make SGC next year. I want to do a SGC is Texas, right? Actually, SGC is Texas. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, we can we can take the also just be nice to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll just, just be nice to hang out. But I like, I want to do like Lethal League cosplay. I want to oh. be Switch. I want to make a Switch costume oh. really bad because yeah. it's like a pretty dope cool guy robot maybe maybe, cool maybe i could dress up as a uh, as another skate? internet celebrity i could be jontron or something you people will, <laughs> but like well i guess that's the place to do it because people will recognize you. yeah <laughs> oh, I, I could be i could be matt and pat though. from two yeah. best friends <laughs> so anyway it's woolly yeah <laughs> dude matt gee, that's I, what i, I was know. supposed to should, be should we tell them the story <laughs> <laughs> when me and my friend were originally going to be Matt and Pat, Matt was going to be our Wooly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, I would have to stay in the sun though. a little bit more, but yeah, I would have been Wooly. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I got you um, beat there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a competition? <laughs> Who's Woolier? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Here at the TV TOVG podcast, we like to uh, tread lightly. <laughs> this week's this week's news. Oh shit! It is news. Is happening after these messages. Okay, Dad. I just want to finish this game. Okay, Dad. I'm coming. I'm almost at the end. What happened to summer? Final Fantasy. Yeah, Game Boy. It ain't over till it's over. Show up, Dad. Hey guys, what's up? We're the Super Beard Bros. I'm Gerard. And I'm Alex. And we're just doing this special video today to let you know that your prayers have been answered. Yes, you! at home have been clamoring for it so now it's happening with art by our lovely and beautiful girlfriend Amanda Flag, we give you ladies and gentlemen the bullet t-shirt and that is not all from Satchel Like a Bag Drakes after all this time it's later man gear shirts and hoodies shock with all your friends shock off buy one buy both 
buy just the hoodie, buy the bundle, whatever you'd like. You can buy the bundle, you get both shirts and the hoodie for 60 bucks. Supplies are very limited, so act now. Go. That's gonna go fast, so yeah. It's gonna go later, so, man. So yeah, like, like, what are we doing here? Support us, look awesome while doing it. Buy our merch, later, man. Later, man. Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast, where we talk about cons and sometimes news. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. First on the docket this week is a uh, something that happened last week. Amazon purchased Twitch for nearly $1 billion. Yep. In previous weeks, we uh, might have told you that uh, Variety and Venture Beat had reported that Google had purchased it, which sounded mm. fishy at the time. And I believe we actually made mention of that. It was yeah. uh, unconfirmed anonymous sources, but the publications were still reporting on it. But they were wrong. It was Amazon. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if it had something to do with like. If the source didn't know who, they just knew like Twitch was getting purchased for almost a billion dollars, and they were like, "Wait a minute, there's a new Twitch annotation on YouTube." Hmm. And then they were like, put two and two together, and they were like, "Google did it for sure." And then like two, like a few weeks later, they're like, "Hey man, it's actually, actually Amazon." I, I don't know if it's um out there yet. I'm sure if I read more into this story, I might discover it. But I think uh. Uh, my guess is last minute changes like they might have been planning it for Google, but then Amazon like swooped down with some kind of better offer. Uh, I, f I feel like a billion dollar deal isn't like something that last minute changes, but well, well, one thing that's important is that they're going to be a fully owned subsidy with their same CEO staff offices and strategies and whatnot. And maybe that's mm -hmm. not what they were getting with Google. If they right. were planning on selling themselves to Google before, before mm -hmm. Amazon beforehand, yeah. but, um, people seem okay with this. I, everyone is singing to the tune of, man, I'm just <laughs> glad it's not Google, which is like, right. I, I supported the Google buyout, but this one seems just this one wah, seems fine wah, as well. Wah, yeah, it, it seems yeah. fine. Seems great. Like I mean, it's gonna be fine. A, a billion dollars goes to Twitch. They get to keep all their same stuff going and hopefully just make the site better. Like again, something I'm fine with. Maybe Amazon can handle it in a different and better way than Google would have if that was the case. So I don't know. I'm I'm eager to see what changes and and I'm eager to see things get better. A lot of people are saying hopefully this means. Uh, Twitch finally does away with the, the 30 second delay in chat between right. uh, the chat and the live stream. Right. Which yeah, maybe they'll be able. There's some kind of going to be some sort of integration with Amazon's S3 service. Like they've always handled right. cloud storage and access and information very well. So I'm really interested yeah. in seeing how that sort of comes through. If it does, if that's something they plan on doing with Twitch. Yeah. Well, they're and also. It's not even, Oh god. Well, they're also kind of trying to leverage some some kind of gaming strategy. It's really weird. Yeah. But um <coughs> Oh, you mean like with their this. their Fire TV and the controller? Yeah, the Fire TV with the controller with the exclusive Fire TV games on it and uh and the they, they purchased double Helix. <laughs> Uh, that's that's video games, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. they seem to be trying something. Yeah. What what could yeah. they do with with Twitch? I I don't know. I don't uh, know. Well, it's maybe, never maybe. usually I mean, like, about like the vision of one company lining up with the other one when acquisitions yeah. happen. I mean, Facebook they did just, buy just, Oculus Rift, so yeah. Like you know, Mo Mickey Mouse has nothing to do with ESPN, but. Or Marvel. It's, it's more that they just want a cut of it while funneling more money into it. 
I think, well, yeah, they might just realize that, like, Twitch people is got a- paid from this. Like, for <laughs> sure. Time. For yeah. sure. And people who had stock options, hey. Whoa. <laughs> Twitch I think, party. I think it's just, it might be the idea that, like, Amazon sees that Twitch is, like, a good idea and it's just getting bigger and they, like, yeah, they, like, want to help it grow to the point that it can obviously reach faster and then also take that cut of it. I mean, it's just, it seems safe to just assume that they might not even have an integration though like it's there if they want to they can do like amazon prime gives you some sort of like maybe twitch turbo at the same time or something i don't know and i also oh that would be kind of neat actually i don't know what if they start some kind of like weird GameSpot-esque uh power prime rewards program where (laughs) where paying a premium gets you access to like i don't know a trade-in mail-in uh net pre-streaming netflix style service with yeah with uh twitch benefits attached also Actually, oh, no, oh god I, I guess amazon like hasn't done anything that offensive yet in regards to <laughs> video streaming content um uh-huh. manipulation whereas amazon or whereas google has and actually twitch themselves have as well at this mm. point like there are a lot of a lot of evil things you can say about amazon with regards mm-hmm. to how they've um done book purchasing and selling like i know they uh-huh. they don't like some topics that are particularly critical of amazon being sold on there right. but i don't know if they uh if they're quite at the um same league of supervillain evil that a lot of people associate with google which is funny because when i was growing up google was all about doing no evil yeah google like in the past couple years has gone from like (laughs) google does like if google did it it was like oh okay this is gonna be great (laughs) right to now it's like i'm not sure about this guys right but wait no they said it at video con 2014 (laughs) or whatever it was called that they're gonna be trying to make things better. They rolled out the tip jar into beta finally. That's right. Oh, wow. I signed yeah. up for that. Cool. I signed I'll up have for to that. check that out. Also, yeah. they also released uh, the YouTube YouTube Creator Studio app. Well, it was out for Android oh. for a long time, but it finally hit <laughs> iOS. Oh, the app, yeah. Because so, it, it actually bugs me how they have it on desktop. It, it literally yeah. just takes one extra click yeah. to access things that took access one less click before. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um but but no, like that that shit has should have been on mobile since forever. Right. Yeah. Uh especially cuz the internet is such like a you need to be like on top of things all the time on the go. Like it's amazing that there that there wasn't a system before where you can like you know, reliably upload and stuff or or like manage from your phone, especially cuz like a lot of the biggest YouTubers are vloggers, people who mm-hmm. like do their work off their phone to begin with. Right. But uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Like I know a couple streamers that might like this. I don't know. This might be another like Amazon integration that could happen with Twitch. I know a couple streamers who do a system where they're like they have a account that's like linked to Amazon and you can use their Amazon purchase link. And like I think it's like two percent. Oh, yeah. Or something of what you buy. Yeah, a- it, anyone like, anyone they can get, get that. You can sign up for that. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder though if they'll do like a better system. Oh, like for, for, part, streamers. for streamers with partnerships and stuff. That would be that would be yeah. Cool. Like if they'll just like do that as an automatic thing, where like your account autom- automatically has a link like that or something. That would be great. Like I wonder, okay. even for the things. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, <laughs> I was just gonna say, even for it, it's like a. 
count this as a meaningless standing in defense. I could not have mm. all the information here, but even the things that Amazon kind of does get like pinned against the wall for, like mm -hmm. pulling particular books from their sales or library of things that people can purchase. It, right. They never really didn't have the right to curate however they please. Like Amazon is a ubiquitous thing, but we made them that. It doesn't necessarily they're, they're not necessarily held accountable to selling everything. Like a local bookstore, if someone wrote a book saying don't shop at mom and pop's local bookstore, mom and pop's local mm. bookstore have full control over not selling it. Right, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, but even then, I guess, like you said, it's ubiquitous. So, uh, mm. I guess people kind of expect ubiquity out of something that has become ubiquitous. Yeah. I don't know. Meanwhile, news from the front. The Great Internet War of 2014. Are gamers dead? You decide. <laughs> Amazing. This is, Wonderful. This is the latest thing happening, uh... Happening on the front of the Great Internet War of 2014, a few yeah. bloggers, uh, in response to the the outrage, have um, declared the end of gamers. That this yeah. uh, the stereotype in the marketing demographic, the which gamers are usually referred to, is no longer culturally relevant in the face of increased inclusivity mm -hmm. in games. Which, uh, I don't know, I, like, I remember a while ago, like, a lot of people have always thought the term's kind of stupid, but now, now that these people are going out on it and that they've kind of, uh, worded it in a way that, that seems a little, a little insulting, people are offended by it now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's... I haven't, like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I've not been keeping up with this very much just because the, the whole idea of this and also, like, the whole Gamergate thing. <laughs> the Great going Internet on, War of 2014. <laughs> yeah, what like, like it's as ridiculous as you're, like, giving it a ridiculous voice for, in yeah. my opinion. Like, it's, it's satchel. It's basically the social justice warriors and the, and the 4chan types. Those two types finally letting out all their frustration with one another yeah. uh very very publicly it's yeah. it's a little it's Oof. a little nasty it huh. has claimed claimed the career of maddie bryce and jen frank last night which i don't like mm. i don't like that that's happened i wish everyone could just just i don't know like stay angry but in a constructive way that that lets the most people have as many jobs as possible yeah i i don't know like i think what happened for me for this is like I know some of of the what's going on. It is complicated. It, like it's, it's it's crazy. It's some Metal Gear shit. Yeah, and like I for a moment I was like I should I should you know stay up to date with the news. I should see what's going on. Maybe input my opinion. And then I like looked into it for about two seconds, and I was like, you know what? No, <laughs> I enjoy playing video games, and that is as far as I really care. Would about you consider subject. yourself a gamer then? Like, like even that question right there. I know you're posing it in like a joking way. I, I, it doesn't even matter to me even for like half a second. Like I play, I enjoy playing video games, and that, and that's it. Right. I'm gonna keep making videos on them. I'm not gonna stop like having opinions on them and whatnot. Right. right. And like. I think like debate is healthy and discussion is healthy, but this whole situation just seems like both sides are handling it weirdly or wrongly. And I know obviously like 
one side is a little more assholey than the other, but it's just it's like seems like that the fact that this is such a big issue is, is this is ridiculous all over the social identity surrounding the word gamer. Uh, yeah, that's just the latest oh. part. That's probably that's the like safest it, yeah. topic we can bring up right now on this podcast yeah. that is part of this drama. I mean, like okay. there, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that spawned. Wait, there are it, such unsafe as, things that we can't mention on this podcast. That wow, deal with this? it must be really bad. Well, I mean, we could, I know, but really... I don't. I don't know if I want to go down that road and, okay, well, uh, and let's see let, the let's, fallout on the forums let's later not go, on. Let's not go down that road. But could you graze what other yeah. topics there are? Um, like, well, like for example, like uh, definitely the whole like Zoe Quinn and also Phil Fish like stuff that was showing up a couple weeks ago sure. is like part of the lead into this. Okay, and that's stuff that. Uh, we chose to kind of deliberately not talk but, about because... but I think sure, that sure. that side's um, argument of the debate has kind of gotten better now because now it's less about that and more about um, uh, kind of summing up the the clickishness that a lot of games journalists have with one another which I think is kind of a necessary evil well mm. even then like calling it a necessary evil is weird because um, as a journalist like even as a journalist not covering games that I have worked as before you still have to maintain friendly relationships with your source because then who else is going to give you the news but right. there just have been a few instances in the past week where people felt that line has been crossed so that's mm. uh, that's that's what people are, are angry about Satchel mm. Okay. And yeah. and the one thing it's it's so sad because I'm seeing people who I like going at each other's throats and I I like both of them and I don't want to say anything for fear of offending the other and uh Yeah. And also, why didn't people get this mad during Dorito Gate? <laughs> that, that seems uh like a much more constructive use of the internet's anger. Well, I mean, the internet has never been one to use its anger constructively. The internet does a lot of constructive things, but not 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 anger. So, right. do we do we feel invested in the social identity of quote unquote gamers? Not in the slightest. Personally, I'm with uh, personally, I'm with I don't. Yeah, I'm with Jimmy. Game, playing Same. games okay. was a as can, and continues to be, and what fuels my reaction to it, and what fuels all the videos and stuff that I do on it. It's been a personal thing. If yeah. I, I love reading books as well, if not more. If there was a big talk about turns out 50% of readers are women what do we think about readers <laughs> I would continue to not care <laughs> yeah just whenever like, something okay. happens in games I compare it to books and ask myself am I gonna go there probably not yeah I kind of do the same thing with, with film like I'm not like a f- film person like I don't like know much about movies Not definitely not more than I know about games or anything but like whenever something ridiculous like this happens in games I'm always like now think of if it was movie stuff would you care then and if, if it's like f- 50% of filmers right. are women and it's like eh, it's it pretty ridiculous see, yeah. <laughs> that's not a word but gamer is yeah see that's the thing like I've I, always, I, I've always... I saw that a while ago someone was like I watch films, I'm not a filmer, so I play games, why am I a gamer? And it's like, yeah, gamer's pretty ridiculous. Like, I actually can, like, I never thought about it until recently, but I can recall a time when gamer wasn't, like, a term. Like, I just played video games and I was, like, a nerdy kid, I guess, is what it was. But, like, now it's like, oh, you're a gamer, yeah. 
Yeah. And then I guess now it's like, oh, you're a gamer. No. And that, that word carries with it, like implications and stereotypes, both positive and negative. And that's the reason mm-hmm. why I've never really felt comfortable with it. Cause it's just, right. it's a label. Yeah. Like yeah. it limits, um, it, it is a limiting thing to stamp onto someone. Right. Yeah, definitely. For, yeah. No. I, I would think about that for a little while and then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just a player cause I just play games. And then when someone who's not really into games asks me and I'm like, oh, well, I'm a player, like sort of like how like someone who watches movies is a movie goer. I'm a player. And then I started realizing if someone asks you a question like that, like and they're they're trying to pin down an identity and you give them this unorthodox word and then explain on top of it, it defeats the whole purpose of the social interaction. So I just yeah, like it's definitely. dumb if you have to explain it. So gamers not going to die and I'm just not a part of it. Yeah. That's that's yeah. That sums up the. Uh, oh, I, 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 yes, know, I always found it weird when when you, you meet someone new and they're like, "Oh, um, do you play this? Are, are you a gamer?" Like they they have, they have to put that on there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I, I play games. I mean, you know, and and it there's different levels too. It's like, oh, do you just play mobile games or do you just play Call <laughs> of Duty? Like, why? Yeah, the label isn't even the label isn't even like useful it's like okay you're a gamer are you a social gamer are you a hardcore gamer are you a casual gamer like there's too many sub things of it that all all have sub things within themselves it's like doesn't even end up meaning anything to begin right, with yeah. so my prediction <laughs> gamer as a word is not going to go away yeah no. and a year from now everyone's going to look back and say wow this is silly yeah, everyone's well, going to look maybe back. Maybe five or, or the conversation will happen in circles. <laughs> like yeah. how in sports, every year, the same big conversation. Will college players get paid? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it comes back every year. I think the same thing. Yeah. Where, when are gamers going to stop? When is the name going to stop connoting addiction or whatever? It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, in other news, um, in much more familiar news that we are all more used to talking about, a uh, problematic early access game that has had very troubled <laughs> development has been taken off of sale. Shocking. The Stomping Land is no longer available for sale on Steam. After months of developer silence, they were uh, last updating their forums and Twitter account around June and July. May and June-ish, um, mm-hmm. the Stomping Land can no longer be purchased on Steam. I suppose you can still play it if you've bought it before, but you can't buy it. Tough hooray. luck. Um, hooray, I guess. I don't know. I never played it, but uh, I have friends that were interested in it, but I always thought it looked kind of sketchy from the beginning. Um, yeah, I guess. Have, do it, have any of us played it? No. no. I've never even heard of it until yeah. you just mentioned that it's yeah. gone. You, uh, it, It's a cool idea. You uh, hunt dinosaurs with friends. You're like this little uh, loincloth-wearing tribal-type dude. You <laughs> you build tents, you construct weapons, and run around this jungle hunting dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm looking at the looking at a screenshot or two. It's pretty <laughs> neat. It's all right. So it earned 100000 on Kickstarter? Yeah, and I guess Wait, uh, they didn't follow through and complete it. However, oh. in early August, they were announcing that they were porting it over to Unreal Engine 4. Hmm. They did not supplant that uh, like press release announcement with stuff on the forums or Twitter, as best as I can tell, actually. I didn't dig super deep through the forums, but I did see that the latest new uh, developer update thread was dated May 30th. But I guess the idea is that they're porting it over to Unreal Engine 4, and that's why they want to take it down for a while, so that um, they can finish. I don't see the logic. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't. It's. I don't know. I think 
I don't mind, like, I I know we all have pretty clear issues with early access. I think we've talked about this several times. And, um, like, I don't mind early access totally. I think, like, it, it's it's a weird concept, and it's like you're paying for an unfinished game. But, like, I think in certain in certain instances, it's like, okay, you're putting your money forward because you really like the, the concept of the game, and you, like, want to see it done, you know, whether, like, you're, you're gambling that money that's yours to gamble. But, like... I have I do have a problem with a Kickstarter game right. that goes early access. Yeah. I feel like if you got funded your money, like go into your office and go make your game and then put it out when it's done. And if you can't, like don't try and like earn another bunch of money off the people who paid you in the first place because I think that's like really, really yeah. sketchy. There's other I, I guess ways too. I mean, uh, what did Broken mm. Age do? They released like well, part of the game and then part one. the next part of the game later, right? Yeah, and, and it was a it was a finished game. I said, you know, early access. Here's an alpha build of the game with tons of bugs. Kind of like you know, I don't know. It may, maybe it's like the forest where it was just like tons of bugs everywhere. Fish is flying in midair. Yeah. It's just like not <laughs> polished. And well, also they didn't change engines midway through the dev cycle. And like <laughs> this is something that happens to games. It is not uncommon. Like um. I don't know, Duke Nukem Forever is probably a great example of a game that got caught up in development hell for years upon years because they kept moving from one engine to another. It's a long, arduous process to do that. And now that um, we have to experience that firsthand with products we can lay money down on where the product that we laid money down before is not going to look like the next or final iteration of the product on an entirely different engine later on that's going to take years to come out and we can't play anything in the meantime it's like a little uh a little more feasible frustration yeah um speaking of feasible frustration okay. gta online is soon to be unplayable oh, for 12 gigabyte that ps3s was an amazing segue <laughs> no, it was because because it's just like you can hold the twelve gigabytes, you can feize it. It's feasible, mm. and uh, and it's not physically enough to feasibly hold the twelve gigabytes that this game is taking up on consoles, which is a concept that really surprises me. Because as as someone who switched over to PC like four or five years ago, primarily switched over, that is. Um, I'm still not used to the idea of reading about console game installations. Yeah. Oh, see, that's like, why when you said that, I thought when you said what was the term? Feasibly what? <laughs> Feasible frustration. frustration. I thought it was like frustration that you could easily get over. Because as a primary PC gamer, I get it. Like it's it. This isn't like it's like yeah. There are requirements. It kind of makes sense. At least I felt yeah. that way. Um. But, you know, apparently if you have a console now, you have to buy hard drive upgrades to make room for your installs for games that go bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on. And now GTA Online is uh, taking up 12 gigabytes, which is a lot of gigabytes. As Also, like, as someone who has a very, very small hard drive, I'm not used to hearing about games being that large either. And I know yeah. they have been for a long time. Yeah. Like Napoleon Total War was twenty something gigabytes. That was Damn. that was rough. Titanfall was fifty something. MMOs get really and large. And it's only gonna get worse. Yeah. Yeah, Titanfall. Oh, God. Whew, Titanfall was huge. Titanfall, you can't have that on your on your disc for a long time. <laughs> Speaking of which, I still have it on my disc. Maybe I should play that more and install it. It is a Titan of an installation. <laughs> oh, oh I get oh, it. Oh, oh. Oh. 
Man, the amount of space in your hard drive is really gonna fall after that Ooh. installation. It, much, much like the Titanic, which was a large ship <laughs> that fell, your large hard drive space will fall. Oh, oh no. no. Boy. Hey, what's going on on the forums? Uh, you tell me. No way Ryan Tatum, remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, he makes no amazing way, beverages. I, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he made us some drinks at SGC. They're pretty good. He also made us a thread wanting oh. us to discuss some excellent games that don't exist. Hmm. Uh, those of you, Jimmy, those of you haven't seen that. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, video. yeah, yeah. Alex started a uh, series? Or is yeah, it he, well, a one-off? He, first, first video of a series, Testing the Waters, uh, Excellent Games That Don't Exist. It's a pretty neat series. It's a pretty interesting thing that has not been done before. Very let's, excited to see it. Let's play with it. Jimmy, what is an excellent game that does not exist? Uh, yeah, the question that Ryan asked us was, uh, what are excellent games that we think, or what excellent games that don't exist that we think should? And uh, mine is actually a thing that I sketched out a big load of concepts on. Oh, really? But I'm, I'm not a programmer, so I can't make it, which is Well, sad, you can give someone money. I, I would love <laughs> or to. Or food. I would love somebody to make this with me directing them. <laughs> but, uh... I want a a Metroid roguelike, is what huh. I want. And I know that there there are a couple that are around. Like there's one called Chasm, but it's oh, more that's yeah, more like a I Castlevania. That. Is that out yet? Uh, I th- I played it at E3. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's out, but I definitely played it, and it was it's pretty far along. Oh, that but, was way back when. I, I remember playing it at GDC 2013 or 2012, 2013. Yeah, these. These indie games can go on in development for a long time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know the game. Like the, I had two different themes, out, like designed for it. But like, I think the one I settled on is like you are essentially like a relic sort of golem robot of sorts, and the temple that you were created in is under attack or whatever. You know, something like that. But the whole deal is that like in Metroid, they have this sort of exploration system where you can go back to places you were before and you have a different weapon and you like blow up that wall or you can like jump to that new platform that you couldn't jump to before because you didn't have that many that high of a jump or whatnot or a wall jump or whatnot and like the game that i would want to make would be this metroid style game where it's randomly generated like a roguelike like a binding of isaac or something but you would your weapons would be in tiers and so like you have like tiers one through seven and like you have a random spawn of blocks on that level that lead to secret areas and you know you have a chance of getting the right tier to like blow open a secret wall that you could find and like it's really complicated to explain without having like all the stuff laid out in front of you but essentially what it would be is like it rewards exploration it rewards like like the all the ratios would be so that like if you get a high tier weapon then there's a better chance of like walls spawning that that thing can destroy and you can get to like more secret weapons and there would be a lot of like mobility mechanics as well because a lot of roguelikes uh focus on damage like they focus on like you get more damage or you get more armor you do different shots and stuff mm-hmm. but this i want to do I, I i don't know i really like dust force and how they like deal with mobility 
and I wanted to make it where like you can get things that are like that, like me- how Metroid you can get like you know a, a thing that lets you jump a bunch of times or wall jump or grapple hook. Yeah, and, and in Dust Force like, you can get stuff that like lets you run on walls or ceilings. Like, and, and you can like fold that into level design and like exactly. gate gate areas in interesting ways using using mobility upgrades. Right, like you know some secret areas you can get to from blowing up walls that require a certain weapon. Others you just need like the right combination of mobility stuff that lets you you know reach that kind of like rogue legacy i also wanted to make it uh yeah i guess kind of like rogue legacy um i haven't really played much legacy to be quite honest yeah but uh yeah that's that's my idea i've always i've always um i have a couple actually one is something i've always wanted forever which is a single-player campaign first-person shooter that plays like a multiplayer game of Unreal Tournament where your common enemies are like tiny little two-pixel targets that zip and (laughs) zag and zigzag all over the place and you have weapons that slow, that fire slow projectiles that you have to lead them across and um... and I've just always wanted to feel like single-player first-person combat exhibit the same amount of depth complexity and challenge that you get out of a single player hack and slash oh yeah devil may cry or revengeance Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a hole that someone should fill soon i i I thought shadow warrior might fill it but it really did and that game is a lot a lot slower than Mm. than what i've always envisioned but um yeah there there aren't a lot of very high speed one player yeah fps games it's, they're always they're always real slow they're uh they're all stop and poppy or circle yeah. strafey depending on which era you're in <laughs> i'd also really like to see a top down turn paced tactical rpg style combat with real-time stealth in a cyberpunk setting with kick-ass pixel art and heavy interactive environments and rad neo 80s synth tunes and a story-driven campaign with two playable characters who see it from different perspectives and have different gameplay styles with different story branching options that would be neat whoa okay i don't get the reference I I uh, played a game last year that was free. It was called um. Oh, I might I might even have to data jack, data link. It, it was uh. It, it you was, seemed it really was, invested it was cool. in this game. It was I I was like five minutes ago, but it was like <laughs> a top down syndicate um, type cyberpunk RPG where uh where there were not enough production values to make it be truly excellent. And I would like to see someone pick up that slack and also go at it with a fun, campy style that is evocative of actual cyberpunk movies. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Satchel, what's an excellent game that doesn't exist? Uh, for me, I wish I could say there was like this great mechanical deficit in the games that I've played that I desire in another one. I'm sure there are things that I haven't thought of and that's primarily the reason i don't have a game data that, jack that was the name sorry um <laughs> but for me i've always wanted a i want i want a game that narratively walks through the wicked version of sonic the hedgehog so essentially the justification and redemption of dr robotnik or dr eggman um i feel like um Everyone struggles with insecurity. Everybody wants ultimate value. They 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 they, they want to prove something to somebody, and mm-hmm. there most definitely has to be. Who is laughing? No one. <laughs> it's George. It's George. There has George to is be. Laughing. No, I'm not. 
Um, like, Dr. Robotnik is one of those villains from those retro games that we've played who, or Dr. Okay. Eggman, who has mm-hmm. um, the most lore attached to the villainous thing that he does. Like, sure, he just wants to conquer the world, right? But he's collecting mm-hmm. these animals, and I would, I'd love a, a, a game, even if it were like short episodes, sort of like The Walking Dead, where we could sort of walk through like how he goes about building the death egg and who he's building this death egg for ultimately is it just for himself or and and why is sonic so vindictive about this right and and i i this this is i don't know this this is a narrative that's very near and dear to my heart I'm laughing at George laughing. Yeah, I'm not yeah, laughing at George. <laughs> George is just like so. Okay, <laughs> a a a telltale style um, episodic. Oh man. Um um dialogue talking game, where where Doctor Robotnik is is the or empathetic Dr. villain, and we see Sonic from his perspective. I think it's, he deserves some redemption. I mean, he does a pretty good job at collecting these animals also putting them in a machine with a huge button at the top that can release that them Sonic i almost wonder if it's bait like i almost wonder if there's something more than what a if, power struggle going on here can, can yeah, it be like, a musical what if, uh, what if he is like the dark knight of that world exactly what, what if he is the villain we exactly don't deserve? i mean think about it <laughs> yeah, you can no, turn he, kirby on its head kirby is the one destroying happy flowers that, by yeah. the way, are completely passive. A lot of the yeah. people he destroys are passive, and he eats them. But there's loots. Uh, I up, mean, up until the very some. end, when it's like Phantom Nightmare Man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Depends on the game. There's definitely there's definitely some pretty um, rough stuff. But yeah, at the there, end there's, of that. that would be an interesting yeah, there, thing. There's no. T- I mean, there's there's definitely no confusion. Like Doctor Robotnik is evil. He captures innocent animals. <laughs> Um, mm. But yeah, I'd we're definitely <laughs> talking about Sonic and Knuckles, right? That's the the storyline you're basing this off. Miles Prower, yeah, with like Sonic, yes, uh, definitely, yes. You know, Sonic and I think Sonic and Knuckles has the most built out lore. Well, it, that's when it that's when they really started trying to like make everyone's narrative line like consistent, and they started giving it like yeah. meat, something to hold on to, something to guess at, <laughs> especially at the vignettes in between the levels and things like that, and right. probably the least the least built out story is Dr. Robotnik's story, and I feel like part mm. of the incentive Brings for building that out eye. is that Dr. Robotnik was, I mean at least his avatar was supposed to be the original hero of the story, so right. I'm, I, I, yeah, that's I, interesting. I would, I, I'd like to see that sort of built out in some kind of way. Huh, Matt. All right. What is an excellent game that does not exist? I, this is one I, I don't think the technology is there yet, but I mean it could be. <laughs> I want an MMORPG. All right. Hey, oh hey, hey, wait, wait. Don't judge me just yet. Okay. I'm not judging. I'm just already I'm just, dropped. I'm just where, judging. <laughs> I'm judging. Where basically everyone who logs in starts out on this planet everyone is in the caveman stages so imagine civilization but in an mmo style and you're playing as an individual character everyone has to work together in order to learn build into the future to the point that you would even get spaceships eventually yeah and span across the whole planet which is big 
This sounds actually kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. Why do you sound so surprised? And, and then, um, <laughs> you know, like building cities and stuff like that. And yes, you would have the choice to be uh, a bad person because it's it's all about the human interaction. It's going to be a lot of a lot of things going on. I would it, it, hopefully, hopefully, someone. You know, this is a huge game <laughs> to be able to do and that. Even there's, like, oh, there's, like a, the what, there's like a slow invention of like language, like what you yeah. speak in hieroglyphics at first or something. <laughs> Different towns you can Damn. you can set up to, and then out there in the wasteland, you know, bandits and uh, which are other players. You know, it's 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 co-op and against each other at the same time, depending on where you, which way you want to go. You know, you got to let those guys who are douchebags to express themselves in some way. You can't just have a whole co-op game. Mm. So eventually, uh, like maybe like two years down the line, people are able to build a spaceship. Right. While everyone working together and gathering resources and fly to another planet. Damn, you know, there's there's a Minecraft mod you should check out called Civcraft mm. that um like ports a lot of civilization gameplay mechanics over to Minecraft, so you kind of see a lot of that stuff happening from the first person perspective. But yeah, like I think <laughs> this is like the pipe dream of a lot of of MMOs since the beginning, right? It, it would be it would I be mean, amazing because I mean everyone mm-hmm. would be like trying to get their friends along so they can help each other build stuff faster, and then all right. of a sudden there's right. just a I, bunch of people on this planet. Uh, like okay, have you have you guys ever played? You, you have you guys played Age of Empires? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you ever heard of a game called Empire Earth? No. I uh, I think I have heard of it. it. I don't know if I've played it. Empire Earth was like the the like we can do it too age of empires game that was like a different company that made it pretty much the exact same game but like how age of empires spans four like four ages or whatever like you like upgrade from like like dark ages to like slightly after the dark ages right uh empire earth went from caveman to space age and so it had like you could like you could set the matches like the limits, but you could essentially have the thing where you upgrade like twenty or like thirty times through different ages, and like if someone's going really good, they can have machine guns, and the other guy's still a caveman. And it's like what the hell's going on? But like I'm seeing that kind of thing happen, but in this like Warcraft, like everyone's an individual person instead of like a race of yeah. people thing going on, and that sounds really interesting. If anything, I don't know if it would work just because I I can see like like when you said at the end. You know, you could fly to other planets. Yeah, it's I'm just a seeing huge like game to even make, like just to think about it. Well, not not even just that. I'm just seeing the issue of like, like planet planet r slash assholes goes and they <laughs> and they like build Beautiful. a death spaceship and make an army of laser men and then they like fly to new planets and just wipe out races of people trying to you know make tents. Uh, so like, I don't know. all of those have to <laughs> that, be individual people. Yeah, so, I know. That's yeah, why. Well, I mean, I can just, see them doing it. It's though. just like Eve online. You're gonna have those people. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. Not that it would be a bad thing. That'd be part of the game that like makes it what what game it is. But I could just see like like entire like countries <laughs> of like real people <laughs> existing in the game and then getting wiped out in a second and being like, "Fuck but, this but, game!" But think, but think <laughs> never about playing it, it think again. Think about yeah. it. Them destroying a town destroys resources right. think about like uh you know how the real world is someone uh, has oil internet trolls logic 
Yeah, <laughs> they they rarely align. <laughs> no, yeah. What I what I meant was like, like somebody from one planet gets to space age and then they like rally like a thousand people to get on their mega ship and they go to another planet and just like and basically bring wipe everyone to the stone ages all over again. Right, <laughs> right. Essentially, I do think there's something about, but as as a very minor rebuttal, I do think that there's something about building the world together that creates a special kind of investment that's yeah. stronger yeah. than arriving in a world that developers made for you and that you sort of right. operate like, out look, of. Look at how fanatical people are about Minecraft and Gary's Mod. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Gary's Mod even has a, uh, what, what is it called? Planet Mod? Do you, do you guys know no. about that? I don't think I do. I don't know that it's, one. There, or Space Mod is what it's called. Space it's like, Mod. You, it's essentially like you have planets that exist and you can like you, your goal is like you build a spaceship that has like, you know, you need to have like your air system and everything, and it needs to be like airtight, and you you know, have to be able to like fly it around and control it and stuff, and you like go to other planets that other players are building their spaceship on, and I don't know, and then you Gary's mod, <laughs> and then and then you run around attaching people's butts to bathtubs and yeah. launching them in the air, and 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 coating explosive barrels and thrusters. And and locking all the child-aged players to the wall and mm. laughing at them. Mm. Anyways, I think I we're starting to run our time thin here. Yes, we are. Thanks to all of you wonderful listeners for listening. And remember mm-hmm. that you can find us all on YouTube at our respective channels. Um, I don't know. Matt, where can we find you on YouTube at your respective channel? YouTube.com slash Matt Visual. Yay. Yay. Hooray. Go there. It's amazing. I, for- <laughs> I, I, for- I forgot to mention this earlier. Um, I wonder if if the term gamer dies out, if my YouTube channel is going to be like the relic of an ancient past. <laughs> that would be very Maybe. funny. <laughs> when like, when you're like going through your yearbook yeah, in like the I want- future, you're going to be like, oh, those were the days back when gamer was a term. Remember when people said gamer? Hilarious. Sunder Blacksmith. <laughs> Sunder Blacksmith? Why would I be that? Uh, just because no one's a blacksmith, <laughs> really. Oh, I see. Back on Dark Ages YouTube, right? Anyways, <laughs> if you, the listener, have anything to add to the topics we've discussed today, like our lovely uh, roundtable about games that don't exist, mm. please hit the forums and tell us about it, because mm. we read that shit every day. All, all day. I, I I go on for like five or ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh... Well, I'll I think I give them like six or eleven minutes. Yeah, if there are more threads, I'll be on there for that for much longer. The website is launching soon or relaunching. Technically, it's coming back. It's it looks different. Looks real good. More organized. Uh, it's gonna be cool. And and it is a matter oh, of days yeah, now, right? Faster, yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Like serious <laughs> this time. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be yeah, great. Yeah. Um. The the plan right now, which I like, pretty much all we have to do is turn the website on. So the plan right now is to officially launch on Monday. <laughs> Flip the, the switch. switch, turn it yeah. on. We'll be back, and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. But until then, we've got uh, the podcast going up on Libsyn and iTunes like usual. Rate us five stars. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we hope to see you next week. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.